On today's show, five ways, five, to kickstart your music marketing in 2020. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. Cue title sequence. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing your music. That's probably you now. Hello, because... Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Yep. And I thought, Greg, because it's the new year, it might be a, a timely opportunity to explain like who we who we are and what the blooming is. Yes, for those new viewers and listeners. Um, with this particular podcast and TV show, because it is a podcast available from all your favourite podcast uh, platforms. You can find it on the YouTubes in a visual format, on the Facebooks as well. Um, I'm uh, for my sins. Who am I? Well, uh, I work during uh, the week for a concert promoter. We put on gigs and festivals right across the country from Edinburgh and Glasgow all the way down to London. The biggest show we do is a, a two and a half thousand capacity indoor show. And we do uh, one... At? Uh, Manchester. Okay. And we do uh, some uh, one-day festivals, uh, the largest of which has a license for twenty thousand people. It's quite a few. That's later it? in the year. So, so that's what I do uh, during the day. And I'm also of a weekend hashtag weekend warrior. Uh, I'm in a band, and uh, I'm a, so I'm a DIY musician myself. And sort of the, the the aim of this particular show is to give people the benefit of my sort of experience as a DIY musician because I basically research the best marketing techniques, try them out, and I can give you, the listener slash viewer at home, uh, the benefits of my experience. I think would it be fair to say that on average uh, attendance to our shows is around about 400 there or thereabouts, some yeah, less than that, some some more than that. I think that's a reasonable average. Yeah. So, so yeah, so a, a lot of maybe what we do on uh, this particular show is devoted to the live space, but that's just because that's what I'm I mean, familiar you know, and knowledgeable with. You know, you're saying that your average is like 400. I mean, can, can I actually say that, you know, at the price per ticket? So it gives them an idea. Otherwise, you could be just saying it's 400 people and it's free entry, yeah, which uh, it it's, obviously isn't. It's probably in UK pounds, 15 to 17 pounds plus those booking fees. I, I don't see anything in the booking fees. <laughs> And if only I did. And that's probably about twenty to twenty-two dollars for those across there the Atlantic. Yeah. So, so people are actually spending money to come so and see you. People are spending money to to come and see me, and and maybe if currently they're not spending that much to come and see you, maybe if you you know go through our back catalogue of podcasts, you can. Uh, We've got you nearly can, a year of them now. Yeah, this is. Um, we're nearly in our, is it about the 40th or there, there or thereabouts? Yeah, and I think I actually look younger now than I did at the beginning of last year. How on earth has that happened? <sighs> Following Lionel Richie's trend. Anyway, that's that's me. What about you? Me, I, I, I'm Greg. I run and own Elusive Country Club, which is a recording and multimedia studio and rehearsal facility just on the outskirts of Liverpool in the United Kingdom. Which is, uh, which is where we record this particular Which is show. where we record the show, and I've been doing this for about 15 years, and then prior to that, I've also taught music, or technology, production, engineering. We've all taught variety. music technology. Yeah. And so, yeah, so basically, I've managed to keep this place going through just being prepared to compromise initial ideas and also expand and... Uh, very 
what I'm doing. Uh, but so you've, you know, you have had musicians adapt, over that's the, the one I was yeah, over the years. You've had you know, a ple- and still have a plethora of musicians coming through your doors, yeah. and you, you know, you can identify perhaps the areas of knowledge where they're lacking, and you know, yeah. us producing this podcast and and this show is sort of like one of our ways of trying to upskill. The, uh, the DIY yeah, mus- musician I, community. I see a lot of the people who probably watch this on a literally daily basis. And you all... Hi, guys and girls. Hello. Um, especially John from Grapefruit. It's good to see that you're doing a comeback gig this year. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's a case of, like, a lot of these people bemoan that they haven't quite got the success that they wish. And, uh, and I'm sure you, the viewer and listener, might be feeling the same. So we're here to spread a little love and a little bit of um, experience. And it's the start of 2020. Yes. So, you know, we're, we're full of great optimism. So I thought... Can we put, like, hashtag 2020 vision? No, you can do whatever you want. You, ah, okay. you, you're in charge of the captions. Are we still doing music marketing? Hashtag music marketing Monday. That's it. All the M's. That's if you bother to, to release this on Monday. But anyway, I'm getting diamond. And we've probably talked too much anyway. I was hoping for a snappier intro. Oh, never speed mind. Speed it up. Mind. Yes, start of 2020. Yeah. A good opportunity to reassess and take stock of our music marketing efforts. And I've written down five things that I think every DIY musician who's watching or listening to this can tackle and undertake in what I would consider to be probably the quietest month. For most musicians, people, you know, people aren't necessarily doing that much in January because we're all a bit uh, skint from Christmas. So it's a, it's a good opportunity now to do maybe all the things you've been putting off. And I've got I've got five things down here that maybe we can very briefly discuss and divulge to other people out there. So today's show is it a, is it a deep dive or is it a full episode? It's a full episode. Right. Rick. Okay. Then so should we get. Should we dive I'm in? ready. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to move you on. Okay, thanks. Right, so number one, do some housekeeping. Sheldon, yes. what do you mean? Housekeeping, right. So as I was saying, it's the quietest time of the year, so it's that opportunity to do all the little niggly, maybe sort of boring jobs that you've been putting off. So when I say housekeeping, is is all the information that's on your social media channels, is it actually up to date? So if you were to go to your Twitters, your Facebook, and your Instas, that link that you've got in your about section. Is it is it still correct? Is it pointing to the right thing that it should be pointing to? If you go to your about section, is that necessarily up to date? Did you write that three years ago and you haven't changed it since and maybe your musical direction's changed? Have band members left? Or band, band members, members have might have left and, you, and you've not done that. So um, all that information there. Another thing that might be worth looking at is your Spotify artist's profile. So on every artist profile, there's a photo. Uh, I'm going to ask you, the people at home, how old is that photo? Does that photo need changing, refreshing? Uh, your about information that's on your Spotify profile, is that up to date? On Spotify, you get to choose an artist's pick. And I must confess, as I was doing this and researching this, I went on there, and, uh, obviously it's January as we're recording this, and my artist pick was still pointing to our, uh, a Christmas single. So it's a good opportunity to go there. It's actually pointing to our, uh, our current tour at the moment, so uh, you can actually do that. Okay. So it's a good opportunity to do all those things. Another thing as well, um, YouTube descriptions. Are you one of the, uh, the sorts of people who put all your upcoming gigs on your YouTube video descriptions as you upload a video? Well, what it may be worth doing is maybe 
all those videos you uploaded about 18 months or so ago is the is the information is to remove the gigs that you were yeah 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 i'm guilty of that that's something i necessarily need to do over uh, over the coming weeks when as it's nice and quiet and also as well if uh, i'm assuming you've all got a website because that's one of the things we continually preach yes 30 minute music marketing how is that website going? if yeah how's that website going have a look at the news section you know it's is it, is it really going on? Oh, it's the release of April of last year. Yeah, so it might even just be worth doing a nice post on your news section saying Happy New Year. Maybe talk about all the things that you did last year, the things that you're looking forward to this year. So if anybody does go on your news section, you can at least, you know, at least that can be up to date. So, please, housekeeping. I mean, everyone does a bit of a spring clean come the new year, don't they? I've well, I, I, I've, I've just been up there into your into your foyer, Greg, and uh, <laughs> I was going to chat to you about that afterwards. Thank you. Stock right. turnover. So <clears throat> there you go. That gives you the first thing. Yes, to do. housekeeping, tidying up. Right. So number two, set your goals for twenty twenty. Now this is something we continually to refer back to on thirty minute music marketing. But we all need goals. What? You, the listener, viewer at home, what are your music marketing goals for 2020? Do you at least have some? I've got a couple. I mean, how, how vague do these need to be? Do they right, need well, to be... it's like how many releases are you going to be, how many singles are you going to be releasing? Now, you should have a good idea now as to how many you're going to be releasing. Um, how, have you set any goals as to increasing your social numbers on uh, social media? One of the things I'm trying to do, Greg, is I'm trying to get my in this year i'm trying to get my instagram uh, follow account over 10,000 for the simple reason that if i go over 10,000 then i can put a link in my instagram stories so from my instagram stories i can send oh, people is that, to is that why you want to get that instagram selfie live uh, well that, that, that could be that could be okay. but that that's one of my music marketing goals so for the end of the year i want to have 10,000 instagram followers i've got a big gig penciled in for december oh that's a big which is a very big gig so one of the things i have to do is i have to grow uh, and um, continue to grow my social media following, get more people in my social media ecosystem because I've got to, especially people based in the northwest of England, because I've got lots of tickets to sell for the end of the year. So that, that's one of my goals. And so... Remember, it isn't real until it's, unless it's written down. And so, so what do you do to write it down? Um, you can't see this on the podcast. Visual aids. I've been meaning to put this up actually, but I've been waiting to do this podcast. Are we actually going to have this? Are we, can I, shall I just put a PDF version of it on the website? Well, you can, you know, you can all go on eBay and buy an A1 wall planner. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. And okay. yeah, that's great now because people can't see my face. And wherever <laughs> your base is, whether you've got a room in your house where you do all your admin, if you've got a band room, you could even take this to rehearsals if you want. I'll cover it under the stairs. Write it down on a piece of paper somewhere, even if it's just a piece of paper that you stick on the fridge, and then you can hold yourself accountable to those goals, and you can see whether you're meeting them. If you don't write them down, they, they, they really do not exist, and you'll never get anything done. So write it down, get a yearly planner. Yearly world planner, write, write all those, those objectives, map them out, even if it's only you know, a rough guesstimation as to where things should go. I suppose it gives you kind of a, it's almost like your yearly bucket list, isn't it? And you can see, I'm going to, I'm going to use this as a, as a clipboard, you can see whether you're ahead of yourself or behind yourself. And you know that way you can help and try and keep on track. Maybe that, you know, that's one of the reasons why... I, you know, because I, I do use wall planners, I've got one of 
want to work for work work for, things. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I've got um, this will be stuck up in my uh, my home office when I get back. You are quite diligent on these things. Aren't oh you? yeah, uh, very much so. And as my band members will say, you know, <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't rule with an iron fist, but I'll, when when I delegate, I want it done. So there you go. Set your goals for 2020. Done. Yep. Right. Okay. So number three, stop doing things that don't work. Stop doing the things that aren't working. We're very much creatures of habit. Greg. Yes, we are. We even if they're not maybe the right things we should be doing, we like to continue to do the same things. Right. Like sleeping during the day. We that's... get into a routine. I'm not bothered what you do, but. <laughs> And we don't, we don't like doing change because then we're stepping out into the unknown. But there's probably, listener slash viewer out there, there's probably a few things that you're doing and you've done for a while and you know they, they don't necessarily work that well, but you carry on doing them anyway. So some examples I've got down here. Maybe you're on Snapchat and that really isn't working for you. Maybe you're releasing singles and you're sending them to radio and radio isn't really playing them, but you still carry on sending them to radio. It could well be that you released loads of singles last year, and maybe that didn't necessarily work out, and you didn't get the response that you wanted. Maybe you've still got loads of the planned. So my advice, my challenge to you out there, is even if it's just one thing, identify one thing that you're doing in your music marketing that isn't really working. Just bin it off. And from the time that you've, that, saved. that you've saved and you've now got free, use that time to try something new and to try something else. I mean, even, and this is a slight sort of variation on that, but just over Christmas, um, I've got a, a couple of clients that I do paid marketing work for. Yeah. And I've, um, I've been one of them off for the reason that it was taking up a little bit too much of my time and I didn't necessarily get on too well with one of the people at the other end so I just decided to make a clean break and in the even if it's only a couple of hours a week that I've got free I've now got that opportunity to reach out and to either work with someone else or to try new things and um, one of the new things I've just started this year is that I've started a Facebook group for my band for the first time. I'll, I'll tell you more about that later. Just the band members? Well, not for the band members, but oh. for, for for my band. Right. Oh, okay, fans, I got you. They can, so we've got a Facebook page and we've got a Facebook group. And I've not really had the time to think about a Facebook group until you know I've got myself a little bit of spare and free time. And you are a busy man. I am a, I am a very busy man. So identify the things that aren't working in the way that they're supposed to be bold try strike, something new strike them out of your life that gives you time to try something new so is this just marketing or is would you kind of delve into a little bit like, I'd, well like yeah i'd say marketing and um even uh, you know if you don't get on with your bass player bin them off <laughs> you know you, the bass player's a ten a penny any guitarist can play bass let's face it so and also i mean i suppose if you got a set and the, the audience disappear for one song, maybe bin that one up. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for marketing and in terms of other music aspects. Reflection. A point, a, a point of reflection and a point of Cold. ceasing the things that aren't working the way they should be. So there you go, a bit of a challenge ahead for you. Yep. 
basis, start trembling. Right, so number four, <laughs> pledge to invest in yourself. Right, oh, yes. Oh, it's that horrible word, isn't it's, it? Well, in invest, you don't necessarily have to invest money per se. You can invest time. And how about in 2020, you expand further your music marketing knowledge. So that could well be listening to one extra either marketing podcast or music marketing podcast. What, what, what do you think it's a bit too much for us to ask all our viewers and listeners to just, just recommend it to one other person? So it helps. No, we know that we're investing in the right thing ourselves. Um, it could well be that you pledge to read a few more uh, books, marketing or music marketing books. Yep. Um, I would. I've just finished reading. Um, what's it called? Is it called Early Years? It's basically a. In fact, we'll uh, we'll put some details in the in the show notes okay. for this particular episode. And it's a book about how, if you're an independent artist, how you can go about booking gigs. And it's a book that describes all aspects of the live booking process in terms of booking agents, uh, how venues work, how um, promoters work, and it's one of the best books on the subject I've ever read. So I'm now getting into mm -hmm. the process myself of going, hang on, I actually, you know, as someone who is using music marketing for my own band and for the, you know, for the benefits of this podcast, I'm now pushing myself to go, no, you need to invest a little bit more so whether it's you know whether I say it's time into in listening to podcasts time spent uh, reading books and and you know it could well be well investing a little bit more money in in courses perhaps but it, again even if you don't necessarily want to spend any money you can go overboard on the podcast or the YouTube front. channel. Or, just, the, or, or again, YouTube videos, but... Spend some time, watch some of the episodes that we did in the past, just to refresh your memory, especially with Facebook campaigns. Yes. It's, uh, you, you're, doing, you're doing well promoting uh, <laughs> promoting the uh, 30 Minute Music Marketing brand. Very well done, Greg. Thank you. Uh, I've had a bit of a chance to... A bit of reflection and... Uh, yeah. Oh, so, it's yeah, nice, so it's nice. I suppose, you know, it, it is your strategies to your music career that will help you improve, isn't it? Yes, very much so, very much so. And we're down to the last one. We are number five. Just so five. Right, okay, so pledge to invest more in your audience. Your audience. And I always like saying audience rather than fans because, you know, there are different levels of fandom, casual to, to yeah, super I mean, fans. So, so if, we, if we generically describe them as one mass as, as an audience. I think that's a better term, to yeah, be honest, yeah. because audience can be just anyone that's casually strolling by to... So whatever level of uh, that you're at as a, as a musician, an independent musician, your audience are the people that technically pay your wages. They're the ones that help you elevate between a hobbyist and somebody who can actually earn a revenue from their hobby. And if you, you know, so whether that money comes from streaming or whether that comes from uh, door receipts at a gig. Merch. Merch. If they're paying your wages, then technically they're your boss. And if you've got a job, how well do you treat your boss? If you treat your boss really, really badly and you've got a bit of an attitude with your boss and you have arguments with your boss or if you're supposed to have a meeting with your boss and you don't turn up for your meeting or, or your boss is trying to find you when you're supposed to be working and you're, and, and you're off sort of somewhere, maybe your boss isn't going to be particularly happy with you. They're not going to give you the promotion you want. No. So I think if you treat your audience... Maybe like you'd like to be treated yourself. But if you invest a little bit more time 
with your audience in 2020 in terms of social media posts, replying to comments, that sort of thing, you know, engaging them via other forms. Uh, if you're at live shows, uh, do you go out and mingle with your audience both before and after the show? I think that's really important. It makes, Very know, much so. You guys have always done it and it really does show, um, you know, from the fans, you know, they really appreciate it. And I've, I'm sure I've used this, uh, this specific term before, but I've talked about investing in the fan bank. Yes, you have. And I think, I think maybe now, again, in 2020, now is a, gr a, re a good opportunity to figure out whether you've been investing enough. And um, live streams as well, you could do more in the way of live streams because you get lots of comments. Hmm. You know, there's a, another great way, way to, uh, to engage and interact with your audience. And maybe pledge for 2020 to do, to do more of that and go live more. Work on the basis that, you know, if you are doing gigs, you shouldn't be hiding in your dressing room and, and skulking there and <laughs> sipping those cans. It's Can like... Meet and greet. Yes, meet and greet. Press the flesh and go live a whole lot more. And I think you find that you, the more you put into your audience in 2020, the more likely you are to get back. And I, I do make no bones and no apologies for occasionally keep repeating the same sort of themes, just because I think they are so important. And, you know, if an artist like me who doesn't get much, well, in fact, apart from the odd success, maybe we'll talk about the successes in a, in a future episode, we don't get that much in, you know, in the way of exposure and media sort of coverage, but we get lots of people at our shows. And I think that's down to a lot of the time, the, the, the amount of time we invest online and when people come to shows we treat them really really well and we, and, engage, honest, and we engage with them after the show but it's not just that it's not just the fans even the like engineers and stuff like that you're you know you there's no um attitude or anything like that you know it's one of the first things that i see from being the other side of the that you know you go there and you just get on with it without any kind of ego or anything like that with fans or the, the venues and and it's definitely you know, you don't need to behave like a rock star to be treated like one. Yeah. So again, think of your audience as the fan bank. Make that investment. And eventually, as with all investments, you'll see a return. And, I mean, the putting these... Because obviously, this you know, we're recapping a lot of what we did last year and what you did last year. And it's you said it had a 25 increase on your... Yeah, revenue from my band's winter tour is up 25% year on year. So it really so does it, work. It can do, it can do. Right, you know what I've decided to do? What's that? Uh, in terms of the uh, slight amendments to the formats, once we've reached the end of an episode. What's that? You remember your, from, from your teaching days, we'll do a bit of a recap. Okay. So even just the headlines. So, so there's five ways to kickstart your music marketing in 2020. Do a bit of housekeeping. Yes. Go around your socials, go around your website, your online digital world. Is everything up to date? Amend it. Does it need refreshing? It. Do you need to uh, get any new photos done for this year? Is you know, is, is the, are the photos that you've got the ones where you're about a, a stone it's and a half lighter? Is it almost <laughs> a bit like your dating profile? <laughs> That's where... a very good way to put it. So, you know, effectively, you're trying to appeal to people. So I suppose it is cool. Yeah. Set your goals. Yep. So uh, plan the year ahead as to year all planner. the things that you'd like to do over the coming 365-ish 
days. Stop doing the things that aren't working. Identify even if it's just one thing that isn't quite happening. Bid it off. Give yourself time to learn something new. Uh, along similar lines, invest more in yourself. Do listen to more music. Learn marketing. more. Do more. That succinctly put, Greg. And <laughs> lastly, invest more in your audience this year. Give them reasons to love you. And you will see a return. All the love you give them, they will give you that love back. Plus 25% if you Plus like. 25%. That's a very good percentage so, well, we've been able to achieve. Smash that subscribe button. Give us a reason to keep doing these things because you're the reason why we do it. Otherwise and we are just talking to ourselves. In 2020, if there's anything you'd like us to uh, comment on, um, put it in a, in a particular box, whatever box might be underneath this particular video. I'm put su subscribe button there on like this so I can easy to edit. And I think if you go to our page on Anchor FM, which is where this podcast is hosted, I think you can send us a message okay. there. Somebody so, try that. I want to see if it works. Or just, or just Google it. In fact, you might be able to do it yourself. Send yourself a message. I'm talking to myself at the moment. <laughs> right, so there you go. Thanks for watching. Yes, the, the, the first episode of uh, 2020, there will be oh, so many more to follow this. And we'll so, take you through the music marketing exploits right. over the coming year and beyond. And let us know how you're getting on. Thanks very much for listening or watching to this particular episode. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Tati, bye. Bye. Bye-bye.